Welcome to Down to Herf, the podcast for cigar smokers, whiskey drinkers, and for the people just looking to kick back, light up, and have a good time. I'm your host, Jerry, and I'm joined by, as always, my co-host, Gio and Caleb. Fellas, 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 welcome to another episode of Down to Herf. Uh, I just want to throw it out there, man. Happy October, man. It's finally my favorite time of year. And the weather's starting to take a change. It's nice and cold outside. It feels good in here. Yeah, this is like perfect weather. Perfect, man. Perfect. It's not getting hot. Bro. No need for the AC at all today. Didn't even have it on once, right? Not even once. Yeah. It's it's just naturally nice in here. Caleb, how are you, bud? Dude, uh, feeling the fall vibes. You know, got the flannel on. Yeah, uh, I see. Ready to cut down some trees, work outside. Just kidding. I don't do none of that shit. I work from home on a laptop. Gio's nuts aren't hanging out today. He actually had to put <laughs> jeans on. Yeah, you can't hey, see Hey, listen, us. I wore sweats the last show, okay? You can't see his underwear. It's a great fucking sweat season. <laughs> oh, the ladies love it. The ladies fucking love it. The one lady, the one lady viewer that we have. Yeah. Just the one. Well, we got a, a fun little Halloween episode. I, pretty much every episode in yeah. October is going to be some kind of like Halloween spooky theme. So, uh, dude, we even got a Halloween themed October cigar today. Exactly. Yeah. Speaking of that, Gio, what are we smoking today? All right, guys, we are smoking this year's edition of the Casada Oktoberfest, also known as the Bavarian. This is that your this Vitola's name. They had some wild ones. There's one called like the Das Boot and all that. And uh, this bad boy is a Mexican San Andreas wrapper with Dominican binder and filler. Uh, and then to get into the actual other sizes available, if you get hands, because there's about 500 boxes of this available. It is a yearly release. We got the Bavarian, which is like your traditional uh, robusto size, the five and a half by 52. The Das Boot, which is a six by 52. The Uber, which is a 6x65. That's a big boy. And then the Solomon Press. Uh, I don't know if you saw... I don't even know what the fuck the name of this Vitola is. But if you remember at their booth, that's the one that's the funky box press in the middle, but normal on the ends. I uh, I was going to bring that up, that there is definitely some kind of really crazy Vitola in this line. Yeah, so that's... Sounds pretty cool, though. So, yeah, it's box press, but then like a normal torpedo. But you know what? I'll tell you what. I'm not doing that six by sixty five. That is way too big. It's not way even the biggest big. thing you've ever had in your mouth. <laughs> I don't know, man. I've seen your Snapchats late at night. <laughs> That's weird. That will get. But definitely a crazy looking cigar. Uh, if you get your hands on it, guys, it's usually a treat. It's fun for this time of year, you know. Especially right now, most places are having their fall fest, and why not? You know? Yeah, me and uh me and Alex took the baby to the farm today. Uh it was pretty cool. A little pumpkin pumpkin patch. We grabbed a couple pumpkins and did our Halloween decorating and you know, just did the fall fest thing. But didn't go to Fall Fest, thank boy, God. Boy, how uh times have changed because back in the day a couple years ago we would be down in Eville, uh at a nice chalet playing some golf and uh drinking our faces off, you know? I'm uh, not gonna. I'm it, not gonna lie. I hate going to Fall Fest. It's like Patty's Day, but in Ellicottville. It's like uh, pumpkin spice Patty's Day. Yeah. Uh, one last thing I wanted to touch on about these cigars. So they range in price from ten dollars and eighty cents for this particular one that we're going to be smoking, all the way to fourteen dollars, and all of them come in boxes of ten. Perfect, so, man. Perfect. 
Uh, I'm looking forward to smoking this. Uh, I really like the one last year. I did actually have the opportunity with the 2022. Uh, I smoked that 6x52 with the DOS boot. Uh, it was pretty good. So I'm looking forward to getting into this year's uh, version. And Caleb, what's next on the agenda here, buddy? All right. What's next? You got a few things to tell us about, right? Oh, a few. I mean, might just be a few between us three boys right here. But we are drinking few rye whiskey. Uh, this is out of in Illinois, uh, to be exact, Evanston, Illinois. Uh, this is a 93 proofer. It goes around 40 bucks a bottle, um, handcrafted in small batches right outside of Chicago. So um, you're getting some rye paired with some corn. So you're going to get a nice sipper here. Uh, it's aged in air-dried barrels. Uh, there's a lot of spiciness to unpack here. It's all mashed, fermented, distilled, and aged for at least one year. In charred new oak barrels and bottled at Few Spirits in Evanston, Illinois. Um, you know what? This is one actually a couple medals. It's won a double gold at San Francisco uh, World Spirits Competition in 2019. It's also won the uh, Golden Rye Award at San Francisco World Spirits in 2019 as well. Uh, it's won a couple others: Best in Class, Whiskeys of the World 2020. Um, so it actually is like for a forty-dollar bottle. I say, man, it's a pretty good bottle to sip on. And I do have a couple other facts. A few. It is the initials for Frances Elizabeth Willard, who is a big influencer of the temperance movement. Behind, uh, She's the president of the Women's Christians Temperance Union. It started in Evanston, Illinois. So they were behind uh, Prohibition. So these people, so the initials, it's kind of like a mocking of the person who started this, uh, Frances Elizabeth. Because not only did they move their headquarters to where they distill the spirit, that's where Prohibition technically started, if you want to take it back to the 1920s like that. So it's kind of funny that their headquarters and location where they distill this is where the temperance movement started just outside of Chicago. So it's pretty silly right there, right? Like, way to get back at, like, a movement right there. Just start brewing. Good irony right there, huh? Yeah. Um. This is also, just a note, it's a uh, age for three years. It's seventy percent rye, so and then the rest of it is corn. Uh, yeah, no, hold on, not all just corn, but it's seventy percent rye, twenty percent corn, and ten percent malted barley. So we got a nice copper color here as well. And uh, I don't know how you guys are liking it so far, but this is an easy sipper. Not one issue, not one bite from me at all here on this one. What'd you say the proof was on this? Ninety-three. Hmm. That's what Blanton's is too. Yeah, um, just handcrafted in small batches. It ain't no single barrel, but I think this one's easy enough to take down. No bite. Dude, I've been drinking a lot of good whiskey lately. A lot. Like, I've been very fortunate the last couple weeks. Yeah, I mean, this was de- this is actually really, like, good easy sipper. For the price point, I mean, that is, you can't beat that 40 bucks for a bottle. I, I like that because... Times is hard right now. Not everyone's got money for them $100 bottles. Do you almost see the whiskey industry kind of dying a little bit? I don't think it's going to die. Not die. I mean, like, secondary uh, whiskey pricing. I think there's always going to be a market for it. I don't think you're going to get the days of people paying three grand for a bottle. I think you still will for certain bottles, but Well, like, something that there's, like, 30 bottles of. Like, the... We were talking... The Willet... What's the fucking horse? The Justify thing. Like, there was, like, 50 bottles of that ever. The like, Go Justified bottle? Yeah. Like, yeah. People who got 
fucking Buku box of that. Jeff's probably got like four of them. You know, got one gifted to him from the Willett family himself or some shit. Yeah. Bro, but, a bottle just sold for like a million dollars. It's like a 60 year old aged uh, scotch. Went for a million, $1.1 million like last week out of Southern Scotch is weird. Like, a lot of the like Asian markets w- really love scotch. So I could see that. Well, when you're drinking like that Kokori and, you know, all that fucking Japanese shit that you like, I mean, yeah, dude, it's very similar to the, you get the maltiness of, of like a scotch. And I don't know. That's probably why I don't really like Japanese whiskey that much. I mean, income for some of the stuff. I mean, like, I don't think Hibiki has a scotch taste to it. And I didn't think like the, the Shinjin had a scotch taste either. I yeah. thought it was solid. It was just very... It's definitely floral, I believe that, but... Yeah. I mean... I just found that bottle for you, dude. In, know, case, you, in case you wanted one, I, I know a guy. <laughs> I, I thought of you immediately. I thought about how I knocked your bottle down off the floor, and even though he's wearing a suit of armor, it didn't do anything. It decapitated. It actually killed him. <laughs> he still shattered. Well, to answer your question uh, about the prices of liquor and stuff like that on the secondary market i hope it actually starts to come down that would be nice to see mm-hmm. i mean if you're selling you probably don't want to see that but if you're collecting you do want to see that listen i'm going to tell you this right now as a person with a job and and somebody that makes a little bit of money it would be nice to see those prices drop because i would be able to get a lot more shit exactly yeah you want the price yeah. To oh yeah yeah, yeah and then if so. it goes back up again someday i'll have all the shit i bought cheap buy cheap Buy low, sell high. Exactly. Exactly. It's like the stock market. It's an investment. Yeah, I mean... Invest in your future. Whiskey cabinet. (laughs) That's right. But, I mean, we had a ton of good stuff yesterday, you know, with that uh, bottle kill. Um, Some more uh, Starlight Expressions with that Amberana finish. I'll tell you what, I understand why, like, Starlight is very, very well respected and, like... We were fortunate enough to try it before then, and then, like, Jeff has talked about it enough times where it's just like, all right, you know, maybe they're onto something there. Yeah. Like, definitely going to have to get into some uh, newer brands. But even, like, that Michter's Toasted that we tried, like, whatever the fuck the new difference was. you, It's a rye. Toasted rye? Yeah. What the fuck? I don't know. I don't yeah. know. By the time I had that, I was four pours deep, and, you know, halfway through a cigar, it was starting to... F- Feel good. Yeah, we were all having a good time, man. Yeah. But uh, speaking of a good time, Caleb, we had something planned tonight, right? You kind of want to get into that, or, or what, what are you thinking, buddy? Yeah. Um. You know, it's October. We're going to do some Halloween-themed episodes, and what we got today is we are doing our Halloween scary villain bracket. So we're going to count down the uh, top killers that we have here. You know, we got a nice little graphic up there. Uh, we got such killers as we got Freddy, we got Chucky. We got Pinhead, uh, Jason, Michael Myers. So uh, we're going to do a 16-person bracket. And, and this uh, is just amongst the three of us, right? Exactly. Yeah. We'll uh, we'll post the picture of the bracket. You guys can all see. You can compare. And uh, you can let us know uh, how you would rate things as well. Sure. I like this idea. You know, feel free to take our bracket, break it down however you want, and let us know what who you think is the biggest, the best, the scariest villain, who you'd be afraid to get killed by. Or... If Caleb was stupid and left the one that you think is the scariest off the list. Yeah. yeah, I'm not the biggest fan of horror films, so I don't watch a lot of horror films. They scare me. I, I don't like scary movies, but I did. I do think we, the three of us, 
you know, I, compiled a good list of some Halloween killers. So we're trying to stick to the Halloween theme. All right. So you're putting up the bracket here. Let's see the first seeds of this bracket here. We're going to make this like Selection Sunday. <laughs> All right. First matchup, we got one. We got Pennywise versus 16 Jigsaw. Okay. And then we got our next matchup. We got nine Ghostface versus eight Dracula. So Ghostface from a Scary Movie. No, Scream. Scream. Oh, Scream. Why don't I guess. Keep, I guess keep... also Scary Movie. Yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> I keep saying that. Well, nah. <laughs> well it's probably because I watch Scary Movie more than I watch Scream. So there you go. Well, you did say you don't like scary movies, so. <laughs> but I've seen most of them. Like the classics, I've seen. All right. Up next, this is my favorite matchup of the bracket. We got five Chucky. Versus 12, the leprechaun. Couple of short kings. Oh. There's his bracket pick. <laughs> That's right. Short king battle of the of 23. He's ride or die with the winner of that matchup. If I was a betting man, I bet you Caleb knows the most about them. <laughs> we'll get to that. Um, up next, we got 13 Frankenstein versus number four, Mike Myers. Tough matchup right there, maybe, perhaps. I don't know. Uh, after that, we got three, The Creeper from Jeepers Creepers versus Freddy Krueger. After that, we got 11, Hannibal Lecter versus six, Leatherface. Now that, I don't know, that could be a shocker. What do you guys think? I, I don't. Are we going to keep going through the list oh, yeah, or do yeah, you yeah. want our opinions now? Well, I'm just saying that could be a shocker, right? Okay. All right, we'll get back. We'll get into the details of it once we start going here. All right. Um. All right, then we got number seven, Jason Voorhees, first pinhead from Hellraiser. Okay. And then our last matchup, we got 15, Norman Bates from Psycho versus Candyman. Ooh. Yeah, right? So, uh, Candyman. <laughs> so I don't know how we feel about the bracket, guys, but um, I just I plugged in all 16 names into the bracket generator. I randomized it five times, and this is the results that I have. Because the way I punched it in, it was a no particular order, but I just didn't want it to be like unfair matchups between just going in order of scary mo- who you know who you think of first. So you got to randomize it a little bit. All right, all right. So uh, want to should we go through our first matchup? Yeah, why all right. Not? Let's, what do we let's, got let's, let's let's get into it. All right, I'm excited for this. Number one, we have Pennywise <clears throat> versus Jigsaw. So Pennywise from It and Jigsaw from Saw from the Saw series. Right. So, the clown versus clown. Yeah, yeah. Technically, we got clown versus clown. So uh, kind of, but Jigsaw was like a fucking cancer patient. A cancer patient. <laughs> yeah, like I don't know, man. He was a cancer patient. He was trying to teach people who didn't value life a lesson through very sadistic, painful ways. And then you got Pennywise, who was uh, a shape shifting creature who feeds on kids from uh, you know what Stephen King's franchise. So from dairy. Exactly. Gary so. Maine. Yeah, so, oh, dude, this dude, yeah. so I don't know about Pennywise, but, jeez, uh, uh, the, uh, the gender of him is unknown. His eye color is yellow. He is a serial killer. This sounds like it could be anybody in 2023. <laughs> sounds like a degenerate drunk with the yellow eyes. He might have some jaundice. Jaundice. Yeah, exactly. Um, he's better known as Glamour, who is billions of years old, and he's lived on planet Earth for many of years. He uh, originated in a void dimension on the outside regions of space known as the Macroverse. So that's where Pennywise his, came from. His true identity is unclear due to his shape-shifting abilities, but he does feed on kids. He also can take the form of a female spider, and he does 
well, crazy other shit. I mean, I guess. I don't know, man. All I'm right. not a fan of Pennywise. I actually love the movie It. I think it's really good. Um, one thing I do want to touch on, uh, Tim Curry was way better than the new one. The OG? Uh, yeah, he was a way better It. I don't know. He was just kind of funny. Well, oh, bucko. <laughs> Bo- <laughs> Billy boy. I mean, it, it was great. Um, as far as the two, I'll give my opinion here, okay? Uh, I mean, when I was a kid, dude, I really would have said probably it, but now as like an adult, uh, I think you might, like for me, I might give this one to Jigsaw, man. So some, like some sadistic maniac cancer patient could do this any day. Uh, it right. probably now we have to highly now, unlikely. Now, are we judging this as a better bad guy or them versus each other? Because I mean, that's Ooh. I think a better bad guy would okay. probably right. be the way Just to making do it. Sure. Like, like who is scarier? Like who would? Yeah, like who would be scary to be killed by? Would you like? Would it be scary to be killed by Jigsaw or Pennywise? Jigsaw. Because here's the reality of it. Like as grown adults, not really fearing it too much. You know, we know you can't float down there. You know, Let's get the fuck well, out you of here. Stop, you, you you stop believing. Yeah, get the fuck away, you creepy ass clown. Yeah. <laughs> gotta, hiya, Georgie. Or in this case, hiya, Geo. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, bro, I'm out. I don't hey. fuck with clowns, bro. Yeah, get the fuck away from me. I got a nine mil. <laughs> I don't know how deep you want to dig into this stuff, but I'm gonna give this one to Jigsaw. I I have to agree because in a panic, having to figure out some elaborate puzzle to not have like you know my limbs slowly fucking amputated, I think I'm gonna go with that would suck more because it's always like some brutal torture. You don't just die. Yeah, that sounds really. It sounds like a painful way for it to go. Uh, if you get your head sliced off in that one machine that you wear above your head, or you got to saw off your own leg like in the first one. There's Spoiler like, alert! <laughs> yeah, if you haven't seen it, there's like ten movies now, right? Did like, you notice that like progressively Jigsaw got more like sadistic? Uh, at first, it was like he just wanted you to cut your foot off to be free, and then like take then, your foot with you you know yeah hopefully. yeah but but, but like <laughs> oh, no. then it became like if you don't get it done you die yeah so well i mean obviously if you saw the movies like it progresses to like it goes from uh his protégés taking over that aren't as like jigsaw always gave you a chance whereas like some of them there was no like as it got worse like the plot twist i won't spoil who it was if you haven't seen it already but like they deviated from his whole thing of you know everyone gets a chance to survive. Mm-hmm. So that's why they got more sadistic as they went on. I'm giving this the jigsaw. I, it's a jigsaw. All right, moving on. What do you think, Caleb? Um, I'm going to go with jigsaw just because based in real life, I probably wouldn't be as scared of Pennywise as an adult as I would as a kid. So dying a horrible death like any jigsaw person, I'm going to give it to jigsaw. But that is quite the upset because we have the 16 seed overthrowing the number one seed, Pennywise. Well, it was all randomized. Yeah, yeah it wasn't it had nothing to do yeah, with stats. Yeah, yeah. we'll just say it's still. I guess if you look at it that way, you know, it is. Uh, it is pretty wild. It is an upset if you do, do it that way. Well, I mean, it has two movies. Jigsaw has ten. <laughs> Therefore, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, definitely Jigsaw. It's unanimous here. Uh the last part I'm going to touch on Jigsaw before we move on to the next is yeah. I don't like watching that super gory shit, and... but I'll play Mortal Kombat. <laughs> I'm with you there. I'm not all about the gore and stuff like that. Uh, don't want to do that. I don't like the gore. All right. 
All right, so up next, we'll move on to our uh, second matchup. We got number nine, Ghostface versus Dracula. So we have Ghostface from uh, Scream. Then we have Dracula. Now, this could be any Dracula from the old 1930s Dracula to any update modern Dracula. Just Dracula in general as like a vampire. So any version of Dracula, just make note of that. Okay. Um, Let me think here. Dracula. Thousands of years old. Immortal, basically. Immortal, basically, unless you stab, stab him with a stake through the heart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or uh, wear tons of garlic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Garlic. Uh, Ghostface. Some sadistic teenager. Yeah, teenager <laughs> from whatever town they're from. Who Got just... mad his parents were having an affair. <laughs> yeah. Is uh, that really the story? That was how it was. That's why uh, they went after Sydney. Sydney's mom was a little thought, caused his parents to divorce. Cotton weary. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go with Dracula here. I don't know how di- uh, like deep into the into the uh, mythology mythology, you're doing. but I think Dracula's story's cooler. Um, this is just some like uh, AK school shooter type <laughs> fucking who just is upset about something and. A normal person versus yeah. versus almost an immortal vampire creature. It's it, 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 technically Vlad the Impaler from Middle Age times. Mm-hmm. So a uh, Vlad the Impaler who got turned into a vampire, turned into Dracula, versus just some teenage kid. Going Dracula on this one. I don't even need to dive too deep in this. <laughs> I feel like that was a no brainer. Also going Dracula, but Scream had the better deaths. Mm-hmm. The garage door one always comes to mind. That was the first one I thought of when I think of Scream. That's the first death that I think of. Yep. And, you know, it just, when Shaggy from Scooby-Doo is the bad guy, you just, I'm sorry, you lose, buddy. Stu? <laughs> really hurts, man. Zoinks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what we got next, Caleb? All right, up next we have oh, my favorite matchup. I told you this. It's Chucky versus the Leprechaun. Um <laughs> I'll let you guys hear it out, but this is our short king matchup. So uh, we got Chucky versus the Leprechaun. All right, listen, I might be a little jaded here, dude, but I definitely like the Leprechaun better because one, his one-liners are just incredible. Uh, uh, dude definitely had some great scenes in the movies. Uh, you know, the little rhymes and the things that he says. Uh, the way he killed people was actually pretty cool, too. Like, I mean, <laughs> in one, he fucking literally pogo sticks a guy. Like he's on a pogo stick and like just pogo sticks the dude in the chest. Like it's it's pretty funny. Um, it made the Chucky, one he's like just like lips explode or some shit. Yep, yep. That was the Vegas. Her, her tits and uh, <laughs> lips exploded. <laughs> that was funny. Uh, the magician in the Vegas one oh, was shit. good. The saw him in half trick. He just saws him in half. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Chucky, he was just like a sadistic little toy. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, they both had a lot of one-liners. Like, Chucky was like a serial killer reincarnated into a doll. But, I mean, I don't know. It's They're both weird. See, I feel like the Leprechaun, uh, he had his mystical powers. So he, you know, was a real little short king in real life back in the day. Uh, came to, you know, came into our world at modern times. And he got to use some of his, uh, like leprechaun irish powers to trick people into doing crazy things so i remember the first time you see the leprechaun dude it's funny 
in like oh, the OG. You know, you know what? I'm gonna go Leprechaun simply because I just remember laughing at the one scene when it's Leprechaun in the hood and he fucking hits the bong. A friend with weed is a friend indeed. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Chucky. The thing I never understood about Chucky was. It's, I get it. It's like a serial killer reincarnated in a doll, but it's like you couldn't just smash this doll, light it on fire, throw it in the ocean, cut it up into a million pieces. Like, there's no way someone's bringing it all back together, doing some weird seance prayer and getting it back. Like you couldn't, like you couldn't just beat up a doll. Well, the, come on. Listen, Chucky's bilingual, man. We saw as our last clip. He speaks Spanish, dog. <laughs> that was really funny, actually. By the way, I I love that about that. Puta. <laughs> But it's just stupid. I mean, on top of that, though, Chucky, here's one knock, though. John Gruden also got the nickname Chucky. So he's been he, can- look, he looks like him. He's been haircut. canceled. So therefore, Leprechaun wins by default. All right. Uh, I'm definitely going Leprechaun on this matchup. He's he's the better, in my opinion, he's the better short king. Uh, Caleb, I'm I'm curious what you think uh, as a... As a uh, Resident Short King, what would you give? Uh, what would you give this matchup? Uh, I will say, so this is what I said. This will be an upset because Chucky's ranked five and Leprechaun's ranked twelve. I agree with you guys. I think Leprechaun would kill Chucky and therefore beat him up, and that would, you know, advance him to the next round of our bracket. Um, I will say, franchise wise, franchise wise, Chucky is still ongoing, and there's like season two on like the Sci Fi Channel of a reboot of whatever. Child's play, yeah, whatever. Child's play, like I can't believe that franchise is still going. It kind of annoys me. So, besides <laughs> me thinking the leprechaun would kill him, we're just gonna go with the leprechaun anyway. So, cool. What's next? All right, our next matchup we have Frankenstein versus Michael Myers. This is a tough one. I don't know about that. I don't think this is as tough as you think it is, Geo. I'm here. gonna, I'm gonna just go out on a whim here. Before you say yours, I'm gonna say why it's tough here. Mm-hmm. Frankenstein like started it all. Like mm. he is like the de facto like monster like movie. Boris Karloff played. Right. Like as a concept, yeah, like he's kind of dumb. But as an actual iconic villain, you know, whichever, but when you think about the actual movie, Frankenstein wasn't really meant to be the villain. So, yeah, it was the doctor. Right. Yeah. So, therefore, I think he automatically just gets disqualified. <laughs> <laughs> All right, because I was going to throw it out there. I was going to say Michael Myers is like, dude, he's pretty fucking scary. Strong. Huge as hell. Um, has killed multiple people in and outside of his uh, mental hospital. And like four dogs. <laughs> That's sadistic. Yeah, he, killed dogs. he killed like a shit ton of dogs in the movies too. Yeah, he, he is pretty. He's a bad dude. Corn he, pop, <laughs> bro. They fucking shot this dude a million times. He gets blown up in hospitals. Fucking, he just keeps coming back, man. The fucking more recent one when he had the the firefighters were beating him up and he got one of the keys to the city and just started fucking them all up. Mm-hmm. Like. Michael Myers obviously has that little supernatural twist to him, so, like, there, but there's also that degree of there could just be one crazy fucking psychotic dude that nobody seems to be able to kill. Yeah. Like, Dr. Loomis has tried many times. And it's Said it was, called him the devil. 
So do is that the may- boogeyman? Is that maybe the allure of Michael Myers? Like he's not just a uh, human suffering from dark times, bad childhood trauma. Maybe the devil is really inside of him. I get with the reboots how he never dies and this and that, but just like in the original Michael Myers, you think he's just a normal kid. He's purely and simply evil. Is that part of like the 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 allure behind Mike Myers that he might be like pure evil, a demon? Because if, if you're just looking at it from a more uh, mere mortal man, it's like it's kind of unrealistic that he doesn't die. So especially in the first one, shot off the balcony. Yeah, six shots, right? Yeah, I mean, I'm just going by that. Like, I get it. He's a crazy killer, but just going off of that point where he crosses the line from being mortal man to evil or whatever. Like, I don't, I, I don't know, but definitely him versus Frankenstein, it's a no brainer. No, I, I think. When I think horror movies, there's a, there's certain ones that come to mind immediately, and 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 let's fake it. Like let's face it, Michael Myers is Halloween absolutely is always there. it's always there. Now, all right, we're, we're gonna let one last thing to terminate, Jerry, and I think this is what you can do. Did you like the Frank or the Michael better? Oh, dude, one's uh. <laughs> Damn! <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, man. They both have this is you know they both have cigars. The whole monster mash is based off of most of these characters on the list. Okay. So mm-hmm. so far we've only had mm-hmm. three monster mash, or four, no, we had four. We had the Dracula, Dracula, Frankenstein. I'm gonna just throw it out there. I think the Drac is the worst Tatuai monster. Just yeah, throwing it out there. Drac is poo poo. I don't. Uh, I don't you, like that. Cigar. Are you talking OG or the Redux from last year? I didn't both. Like, I, I, I hate okay. it. Okay. I haven't liked any Drac I've had, drag. and I usually love Tat. There's not a lot I don't like. We're not Tat haters by any means. It's just it's the weakest of them. All right. Well, I'm giving this to Michael Myers. Michael. Right. Oh yeah, no doubt. Unanim- unanimous Michael. again. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, we gotta go there. All right. Up next, we have the Creeper from Jeepers Creepers or Freddy Krueger from A Nightmare on Elm Street. Ooh, this is a, this is actually a tougher buddy. matchup. Yeah. Um, just ranking wise, I have the Creeper at three, just random, and Freddy Krueger at fourteen. So if you're going it by seating, this could be an upset, depending on who we choose here. So I think of Jeepers Creepers, like when that movie first came out, that was a scary fucking movie. Yeah. Like, yeah, I was definitely scared. I was the like, first holy time I shit! Saw that crazy ass lady that they had talking, and like as far as an actual concept and like Jeepers a Jeepers Creepers. <laughs> Where'd you get those peepers? <laughs> you know, killed the old Justin Long. <laughs> yep. Um, and like 50 other people. Oh, that was at the end. Yeah. Yeah, that was at the end of the first one. Wearing his fucking eyes. Yeah. And his meat suit was just hanging there. I was like, that's fucked up. Yeah. But then on the flip side, you got Freddy Krueger. Yeah. Iconic. Iconic serial killer slash, you know, uh, predator of the neighborhood. Uh Kills you in your dreams. Was well, also well, he a was he, he was a, he was yeah, a, pedophile. a pedophile. He yeah. was murdered by the neighborhood parents. That's true. Um, he had the better one-liners. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. So, like Freddy Krueger, what makes him what makes him like iconic to me is his sense of humor. Uh, he definitely definitely had some good jokes. Yeah. Like the- Tina. <laughs> Here's the thing with Freddy Krueger. They did everything possible to make him irredeemable as like a person and then like then gave him fucking superpowers to kill people. 
or like well, super villain, I guess. Uh, well, still superpowers either way. I'm going Freddy Krueger. All right, just a little background info on the Creeper. So it's a fictional character from the 2000, 2001 movie Jeepers Creepers. It so the Creeper is an ancient demonic being who feeds on human beings for twenty three days every twenty third spring. Um, it's said that his origin is unknown. Might have been possibly a human at one time. Uh, inspired kind of by the vampire universe. Uh, he's kind of demonic, a serial killer, and uh, he kills his victims with usually blades, or he makes weapons out of uh, possibly out of his own skin and body, or from his victims. So, uh, very sadistic. And he replenishes his body, himself by ingesting human flesh and organs. And so it also works as part of a healing factor as well. So if he's hurt and injured, he can just go ahead and kill someone and reabsorb part of their bodies into his so it does make him a little bit uh immortal sort of Mm. but also uh kind of scary all right i'm just throwing it out there um as far as scariness goes and better you know you gotta just make it 23 years you know once when you're good for another 23 if you could avoid wherever the creeper is hanging out 23 years from now you'll be good yeah, <laughs> yeah, you, you know. yeah you know he might not come to buffalo maybe he's in like texas or florida like, okay good. got it 23 make it to 46 then 69 nice nice <laughs> nice you know i'm sorry you know and then that leaves some really poor time for sequels every sequel's got to be 23 years apart <laughs> i'm going i'm going freddy the dude just needs to have children believe in him Okay. Like, believe that he's real, and then he gets his dream powers. Here's where I throw a little controversy in here. I think I liked the Creeper better than Freddy Krueger. Oh. All right, well, I'm Like, you like the movie better, or them as a character? No, no, I I like... I think the Creeper, to me, is scarier. Better villain? A better villain. Okay. Oh, so is this not unanimous? Because I say... This is not unanimous I say Freddy, but is that a a, a a two-to-one vote? I said Freddy. Listen, you guys could you guys could pull the fucking uh, two to one on me. Just let it be known. I think the creepers scarier than Freddy Krueger. We could throw that in parentheses. We'll put Jerry. Thinks, Jerry, belie- uh, Jerry believed creeper in the creeper. Now, now that would if they made there? a late addition to the monster series, the creeper has the better cigar name. Could be any three, any one of the three of us in this room too. By the way, creepers. Now that would be if they made twenty three <laughs> entries into the monster series, it would have to be the twenty third one. There comes you go. every twenty three years. Just can, gave. Can Pete, you imagine, Pete? Waiting, you're welcome for that idea. Could you imagine waiting twenty three years for another cigar? You could. I mean, we've die. already we're already we're already down that rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'll put in parentheses. Jerry does think the creeper is a little bit scarier. All right. Which brings up to our next matchup. We have number eleven, Hannibal Lecter. Versus Leatherface. Good matchup here. Because these are two mortal humans. No one's immortal here. No one's got any weird powers. Just psychopathic killing machines. So uh, uh, why don't you guys take it away? So for me, uh, I feel like Leatherface being uh, based on Ed Gein, uh, that's like a real thing. That actually like mm-hmm. apparently happened. And they like went in this dude's house, and this dude had like fucking bags made out of people's skin, and like fucking skulls all over the place. Correct. This shit was like, this actually happened. Hannibal, I mean, is a fantastic character, obviously in Silence of the Lambs, and obviously the movie Hannibal. But 
for me, I if you're if we're going based on like scary shit. Oh, just to cut you off though, we talked about it last Halloween. Hannibal Lecter was based on a real serial killer um, in London, England, sure uh, during the seventies or sixties, like that. Just you know, he was also based on something real too. Okay, so just to touch back, this one for me is going to be Leatherface, but I just want to say this: you're out in the middle of nowhere, dude. This is like that shit could happen, bro. You ever like been in the middle of nowhere and you see like a fucking uh, a farmhouse and you're like, dude, somebody lives there, dude. There could be a hundred dead bodies in there, no one would know. Keep going. <laughs> yeah, like I have no intentions of stopping to say, Hello, are you okay? Fuck that. <laughs> so I don't know. I th- I feel like uh the Texas Chainsaw Massacre and and uh Leatherface was a way better like villain in the movies even like this sadistic crazy family oh yeah that was that that was where the movies took like a crazy turn because they were all a bunch of like inbred hillbillies they gave up a fight over like the baby in the original Leatherface, and then when the movie started ga- growing in the series they were all deformed and they were crazy at the dinner table it was really weird and you didn't like it was disturbing to look at um, yeah so would you say you could almost in, in the movie it was so good it was disturbing. You can like, you could almost like smell the house. Oh no! You, yeah, yeah, but you feel what I'm saying yeah, though. Yeah. Like the it's, imagery of the that, house, and it's in that hot Texas heat. Exactly, they had no AC. Exactly, rotting flesh. You rotting could almost movie. smell the the atmosphere watching it. You're like, oh god. So this is a tough one for me because I'm a big fan of the Silence of the Lambs series. Yeah, like, me too. So, there's a catch twenty two on this, and I go think of Halloween villains. I don't consider Hannibal Lecter a Halloween villain. I think that he is one of the greatest film villains of all time. Like, but it's not a Halloween villain, so I think the fa- you know Leatherface wins by default. All right, I I will say better franchise series. I think Leatherface has the better franchise series. The Sands of Lambs. You got a couple movies, a couple spinoffs. Uh, you got uh, what's his name is in there? Edward Norton's in one of them. The Hannibal Lecter series, very good. Um, all right, I got a question for you. If we're before we decide who wins, because you guys, I was thinking Hannibal. You guys got me thinking Leatherface. Who do you think could kill one if they were in a one v one fight? Do you think Hannibal Lecter could outsmart Leatherface? Because well, that's what it would come down to. It would be it would come down to how smart Hannibal Lecter was, and then Hannibal eats Leatherface. Uh, I don't know if that would be that good. Long. Dude, that shit would probably be disgusting. <laughs> yeah, it'd probably be nasty. Cook him up with some fava beans. <laughs> see, see, I'm saying if you're going one v one, I think Hannibal Lecter can outsmart Leatherface and kill him. I think that Leatherface would just fucking fuck Manhandle that dude up. Yeah, because he was like he was one, a giant. Yeah, he was huge. He had like uh, <laughs> I know you're gonna say it. He had some strength. He had some strength uh, that not everybody it. has. Um, he was uh he was slow. Yeah, he had slow strength. Uh, he would carry people to the basement, fucking shackle them up, and dude, that movie is so fucked up. Because I'm sure, yeah, somewhere in this country, obviously it was based on a true story, but somewhere in this country, that shit's probably still happening. Well, in like the original movies, it was in the '70s, in the middle of nowhere, Ghost Town, Texas. That could totally happen. I guarantee it. Mm-hmm. Probably did happen. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, one v one old man like. Silence of the Lambs, Hannibal Lecter. I think that's a little bit tougher. You never know. 
but uh like i think more so like of the like uh the earlier stories like uh hannibal rising that would be one yeah. that like might have a better shot because you're yeah. talking at uh pure like genius level this would be like the definitely brains versus brawn of you know serial killers so this might be our best matchup, I think, in a physical fight or a physical onslaught, I think. But as far as, like I said, Leatherface is the better Halloween villain. All right. You guys have definitely convinced me. I am on your side. I think Leatherface for Halloween villain, I think he gets it. This is an important matchup. Oh, uh, 100%. This I think a great matchup. Besides the one that I like, our Short King matchup, this is probably my favorite matchup so far. All right, tough, tough win, but we're going to give it to Leatherface. All right, up next, Jason Voorhees versus Pinhead from Halloween. Can, can I just go back on uh, and just touch on one yeah, go ahead. quick yeah. thing on that last matchup? When you go to a haunted, po- like a haunted house, mm. what's the part that you hate the most? The chainsaw. Yep. Exactly. There yeah. you go. I mean, like, think of it. What's the part of the haunted house that you're like, fuck, I'm not looking forward to that part? Dude, I, that's the one part that like everyone. I mean, obviously we're like men here and like we're adults now. But like when you were a kid, what was the part you hated the most? Um, and I wanted, I want to just yeah. leave it at that. You never, well, you just never knew. What if some psychopath didn't take the chain off, had it on, and he really cut you up? There's real fear there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, yeah. You, you, point proven. Yeah, I mean, Hannibal had the one-liners, but you know, Leatherface, like I said, just. Strength and silence. All right. All right. Like I said, we'll go next. We got Jason Voorhees versus Pinhead. I never saw Pinhead. Pinhead just seemed like a lame villain. Jason all day. All right. It's kind of funny because like Hellraiser really to me wasn't that great of a movie. Uh, Uh, I kind (laughs) of feel like this is a very uh, one-sided argument here. And I don't want to get like too into the details because I feel like this, this matchup is just such a slam dunk that you almost don't want to waste time on it. I'm going to also give this to Jason Voorhees. All right. Well, just a little background on Pinhead. So he was known as the Hell Priest or Lead Cabinite. He's the main antagonist in Hellraiser franchise uh, from the Order of Gash. He was formerly a human. I guess now he's a Carbonite. I have no idea what species that is. He's affiliated with Hell's Army. So he uh, was fighting in World War One for the British then somehow became... Hellraiser. I don't know uh, if any of you guys are horror film nerds. Let me know what I got wrong or what happens here. Um, but somehow he just drags souls to hell, and he's responsible for that. And I don't know. I guess whatever. He didn't really entice me too much besides just all the pins in his head. <laughs> I, I, I mean, scary. If you're going to go on like Fear Factor alone just looking at Hellraiser... Yeah, he's uh, pretty scary to look at. He, he, he's not going to be like our uh, Chicago Loyola... He's not gonna go into the the bracket just surprising people. <laughs> no, no this not. he was in the play in and then got spanked by like Duke. He's I he's <laughs> like Iona. Sorry to my wife who's uh, yeah. uh, uh, an alumnus there, but like yeah, you win the tournament every year. But I mean, when you get to the show yeah. and the lights are on and you're the fucking fifteen or sixteen seed, you get your ass spanked in the first round every year. Yeah, they, yeah like he lost by like forty. Yeah. All right. Just to touch on Jason, do you guys like know any of his background story? Because I remember. So yeah, Jason. Uh, yeah, go go take it away, man. Yeah. Um, he he drowned at uh, at the camp, Camp Crystal Lake, in New York. Lake. Yeah, he was bullied because he was also one of those strong men. 
He was that we were talking oh, about. Yep, yep. He had some deformities. Yeah. So he was bullied. Uh, and apparently he may not have actually like drowned because he couldn't swim. I, I feel like he almost, it, the way it was like depicted in the films is he almost, it almost seemed like he was like struggling and people just let him die. Yeah. Or he had like a panic attack, like it seemed almost, but now the fun fact is anyone who's actually seen the original Friday the 13th. Jason is not the original, original Friday the 13th bad guy. It's his mom. It's his mama. Mama. Oh, shoot. Mm-hmm. All right. I, I've seen the original, but I guess guess I never caught that. But No, the, she was like she was at like Camp Crystal Lake just like murdering everybody. Yeah, She's getting her to like, re, to like uh, Avenge Avenger. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. And she gets decapitated at the end, which is the beginning of the sequel where <laughs> Jason comes back. Well, yes, I remember one of the sequels where they like the kids go to his grave and they open it up, they dig it up, and then it gets electrocuted, and that's how he comes back to life. And I was like, I don't like stories when they come like that. Like it just uh, takes apart from the origins of a killer. Like it's just like you got to bring back a guy from the dead. I don't like that. Well, he's a supernatural force, you know. All right, yeah. Uh, how do you guys feel about Freddy vs. Jason that that franchise and stuff like that? I actually enjoyed that franchise. I wish they did another one. I wish they even threw like a make it a triple threat, throw Michael Myers in there. That would be dope. That would be dope. No more fucking crossovers. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. But all right. The first round of the bracket. Oh no, we got one more oh, one more one more left. This should be an easy one. We got Norman Bates from Psycho versus Candyman. I thought Candyman was lame. Yeah, same. Oh, really? Okay. Norm- yeah. I'm, Norman I'm kind of with you. I feel like Candyman is like, like kind of stupid. Like, I get it. It's like an urban legend. Yeah, urban legend. Yeah. You say but something like, in the mirror three times, and then, ooh, there he is, the Candyman. Yeah, like, again, psycho, more probable, realistic. All right, yeah. You know, uh... Just remember the. Let me let me ask you this, okay? And and here's my here's my point, okay? Uh, they did a whole spinoff on Norman Bates as a kid, yeah. Right, like there's an entire Bates hotel. Yes, yeah. there's an entire show about him being a young man, a young kid, and getting fucked up. Yeah, like yeah. The whole show about it. I, I'm going to tell you this. Uh, obviously, we all know Candyman and the little like urban legends that come with that. But like, aside from the movie, uh, what? Well, I mean, Any spinoffs? Well, I mean, yeah, he does have spinoffs. So there's the original. Oh, is there? So there's Candyman, Candyman, Farewell to the Flesh, and Candyman, Day of the Dead, and then obviously Candyman, the remake of 2021, the newest one of Candyman, all played by the same guy, Tony Todd. Um, but you know what? Candyman has special powers. He's immortal. He's an immortal. He can do telekinesis. He's got superhuman speed. He can wield a hook. He's high intelligence, regeneration. Superhuman strength. Uh, he could fly, levitate, invisibility, and all sorts of other powers. So, uh, high duration, if you say. Hard to kill. And his hobby is killing people, by the way. That's what it says on his wiki villain fandom page. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what do you like to do for fun, bro? Kill people. <laughs> it's like that meme. Did you guys ever see like when Halloween's coming around and it like Michael Myers is all like getting at the gym and he's next to Freddy on the treadmill? And they're like bullshit. And then it's October, and he's fucking chasing the kid with the knife. <laughs> Practice. That's what I like to envision when he says, "What's your hobby?" Michael Myers didn't run. 
Yeah, he just he never slowly, ran. He slowly walked. And it was just as fast as a person sprinting. <laughs> but He always caught up to them no yeah, matter what. Same thing with Jason. Yeah. What I liked about that, you, you could be like, all right, dog, I definitely got this dude by a half mile. And then right in front of you, he's standing there. You're like, how? Did you ever see the, there was like a, it was either Mad TV or like an SNL skit of like, it was depicting that with the the Jason movies and it shows like the person running from Jason and like Jason starts walking and then it shows like the off camera version. He's like running, diving, like full sprint, rolling through the fucking woods. It was pretty funny. It made me laugh. But I'm giving this one to uh, Norman Bates. Our our little motel killer. No, Norm, good, Norm. Se- good series, by the way. Bates Motel, great yeah. series. Nor- Norm's getting the vi- the vote for me. All right, I'm with you guys too. We'll, uh, Norm we'll, also we'll had a thing me. for the ladies, dude. I when I watched Bates Motel, I didn't understand how he had such a thing for the ladies. Maybe when you live off in the northwestern middle of nowhere, I, and you're semi good looking, you can just pull. I don't know. No, that's how every serial killer is, dude. Look at fucking uh, was it Ted Bundy? Yeah, yeah. All right, maybe you got a point. Yeah. Like, it's always like a charismatic guy, except for like the one dude, uh, Ed Gein, uh, not Ed Gein, the big guy, the big, uh, beach. John Wayne Gacy. Oh, that him too. Yeah. No, they, dude, his family members and shit and people, they loved John Wayne Gacy. Dude, he, he got was a, like a clown. He was like, no, I'm talking about like him being able to like woo ladies. Like well, he, lo- no, he wooed no, little no, boys. No. He, yeah. He, he, kids loved him. And I guess like people's families loved him. He got a picture with the president's wife, the first lady. Back in the seventies, it's fucking weird, dude. That's a ultimate creeper status. But we will move on to the second round of the bracket. So up in our first matchup, we have Jigsaw versus versus Dracula. <laughs> so we have a mortal human who is a uh, sadistic killer with uh, making all sorts of traps and inventions versus Dracula, an immortal vampire. Better villain. So better Ooh. villain who would die in a one v one? I don't know. What do you guys think? I'm I'm gonna just throw this out here based on a uh, just pure skill alone. Jigsaw is quite the inventor. I feel like Jigsaw would be able to come up with some kind of crazy. Dracula, you've been killing for hundreds of years. Yeah. Here you have to decide if it's worth it. This trap will drive a garlic a garlic covered steak in your heart if you don't repent. <laughs> <laughs> It'll open sunlight on you and you'll fry. Yeah, seriously, yeah, something, I mean, like you that. something like that. You have until the sun rises. <laughs> Make your choice. <laughs> He's got to like eat like garlic bread from Olive Garden. <laughs> <laughs> that dude, that's actually pretty funny. Like uh <laughs> Olive Garden garlic bread. And, and like if he doesn't eat it in like a certain amount of time, the sun will come. So like yeah. this this seems like the other character that would do this because Dracula has no real way of getting out of this. He tries to turn into a bat. No. <laughs> Does- nope. Nope. Can't do that. This would be a good movie. <laughs> I wish so like we had like the the uh the animator like version to do this. Oh man, we should just like we should go into like chat GBT. Or like some other like uh, AI thing, we should make a movie. Jigsaw versus. Uh, Hold on, you know Jigsaw what? I'm gonna ask Dracula. ChatGBT who would win. <laughs> Dude, that's actually fucking funny as hell, Dude, bro. Dude, that would be a funny movie. I I just uh, Geo, I gotta throw it out there, buddy. The the Dracula sitting down at Olive Garden <laughs> having garlic bread is actually a really funny image. All right, uh, <laughs> we're, we're gonna copyright that. We're gonna do that. So be on the lookout for that. 
Uh, I'm giving this one to Jigsaw. I don't know. I just feel like Jigsaw could... uh, I I think Jigsaw would absolutely be able to take care of Dracula. You think him having cancer would have any part of, like, swaying Dracula's human side? I don't think Dracula wants that blood. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, (laughs) dude. Like, not to be, like, fucked up, but... I don't know, but, like... If I'm saying who who I think would win, I think Jigsaw, but like I like Dracula a He's lot. He's smart too. I like uh I like Jigsaw on this. I don't know why. We're just talking about like better scary movie villains. Yeah, I don't know. Like, are people scared of Dracula or do they kind of want to bang him? Like especially ladies. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's another thing. Like no one wants to bang Jigsaw on his old cancer bones. <laughs> don't clip that by the way. <laughs> but like i'm talking about like our guy is afraid of dracula like uh what's he gonna do kill us he doesn't want to suck our necks and get our blood but ladies probably want to jump his old bones dracula doesn't want to suck us off <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i mean that's why dracula makes a good friend because he always wants to suck people off all right all right so who are we going with uh geo jerry i'm going jigsaw on this oh i want to go dracula so bad all right, this I'm not Sus. gonna lie. I'm at a very uh, toss up. <laughs> I'm at a very toss up. Like as far as villains go, Dracula is very iconic. Like, sure, there's literally hundreds of years worth of stories. Like he has stood the test of time. Jigsaw is also a franchise. <laughs> so, like, um, Caleb, I feel like the only fair way to decide this without influencing or anything is just to like at one, two, three, say who we're going with. All right, uh, Jerry, I'll give you the countdown here. Okay, yeah, just oh, count to three. Oh, 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 you want me to count it down? You yeah. said you were going to give me the countdown. No, so I'm you want me like, to give the? You countdown. already said that you're going with Jigsaw. I don't know. Okay, what all right, ready? Yeah. Three, two, one. Dracula. Dracula. You went wow. Dracula too. I did. We agreed on what that. What the I'm fuck? Surprised we had... All right. All right. Well, I guess Dracula is winning this one. I I just want to. I'm going on a pure one v one. Dracula is probably going to ki- uh, kill him. So this is what Chat GBT said. Given oh, the supernatural ability of Dracula, he would likely have a significant av- advantage over Jigsaw in a direct confrontation. However, if Jigsaw were given time to prepare one of his intricate traps, he might stand a chance at incapacitating or even killing Dracula. It all comes down to the circumstances of their account and the narrative the writers wish to tell. Thank you, Chad GBT. Yo, that's <laughs> actually a really thought out response. Well, of course it well, is. It's, it's fucking uh, artificial intelligence. I mean, I mean, I could have done that the same myself, though. Yeah. But <laughs> I, I do. I did get a better laugh though, thinking of like Dracula. You know what? We got to just figure it out of Jigsaw putting all these horror monster people in the traps and how he would do that. <laughs> That'd be funny. That would It'd be, be really the... funny. Yeah, like how he would kill him. Yeah, it'd make a really good like a comedy slash horror film. Yeah, dude. I listen. Dude. Parodies are funny, man. Yeah. Anyone in Hollywood, if you want to like link up to do a project like this, let us know. We're down for it. We'll even act in it too. Now we'll I just get Ca- Caleb will be Chucky <laughs> or the Leprechaun. Oh, speaking of Leprechaun. Matchup number two in our second round. We got the Leprechaun versus Mike Myers. Oh, dude. Ooh, this, is gonna, <laughs> this is a slaughter. Dude, both these motherfuckers don't die. It's a slaughter fest, though, I think. It is a slaughter fest, dude. Yeah. <sighs> I think I think Michael Myers gets his hands on this little Leprechaun. Game over. Well, remember, these aren't, they're, not, they're not fighting each other. We're just thinking of that as part of it here. Like, as far as the better villain. Mike Myers, dude. Mike. Yeah. Dude. It's Mike. It's, he, it's, it's Mike. Like, there's people who have never even saw a leprechaun. Yeah. Like, but everybody knows who the boogeyman is. 
the Michael Myers, Mr. Halloween himself. Remember, the movie isn't called Michael Myers. It's called Halloween. He All is right. a I think, Halloween. So this is an easy round two uh, yeah, victory? Yeah, this is unfortunately. Sorry to my boy, dude. Just hit the bong and you'll be better. All right. That was easy. Mike Myers, unanimous. Unanimous. He's, he's advancing. All right. Uh, I, this could be a tough one. Up next in round two, we have Freddy versus Leatherface. Oh, this could be tough, man. Uh, is Freddy going to kill Leatherface in his dreams? Or are we talking about overall scary villain? So a dream monster, a uh, pedophile, mind you, pedophile. He gets docked points for that. Yeah, right. Leatherface. <laughs> Freddy always loses points because he's a pedophile. Yeah, we don't support oh. that. No one should. They did Obviously. the right thing. They burned him alive. And if you are a pedophile and you listen to our show, stop listening. We don't like you. Stop. Yeah, I don't want your service. Your Hopefully business. our subscribers don't go down. Bro, that would be <laughs> Yo, what if, what if like seven fucking people unsubscribed? And you're like, oh, what the fuck? I thought, you, I thought you guys were cool. <laughs> Someone report this to the FBI. Yo, that, that Caleb guy really fucking, we, we fucking vibe, man. Not anymore. I like the QAnon, on Caleb. <laughs> Not anymore, you sicko. Ugh. Gross. All right. So uh, are we going better Halloween victim? Because these are both. Victim or villain? Villain. Villain. Yeah, they killed a lot of victims. Um, these are both scary Halloween movie Ooh. times that come out. Uh, this is another Monster Mash matchup, matchup yeah. too. Who's got the better cigar? <laughs> the Freddy versus the. I'm going to be honest with you. This might be controversial, but I like the face better than the Kruger. Uh, this year's face, uh, by the way, very nice. Can we can we just again, Gio? Can we give Caleb a little round of applause here for purchasing his first box, dude? I actually I brought another one with me that maybe we'll hit up for the afterherf. He goes, I don't know if I want to open up the box. I'm like, oh, this is how it starts, buddy. Then you go and get a couple Lucy's so you can keep the box. Uh, it's a whole rabbit hole. Don't go down the rabbit hole. Just don't do it. I won't. don't do it I'm before done. you know it. I'm you're pla- you're placing twelve hundred dollar orders. No, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. No, he's not. Have you smoked one yet? Yeah, yeah, it was, it was great. I brought I, I brought one with me too. Maybe I'll smoke it uh, later. All right. Um, so what are we thinking, guys? Freddy or Leatherface? I think this might come down to a one v one. You got to think who would kill who. That's what I don't know. It's tough, man. Who's the better villain? Uh, let's go franchise. Who's got the better franchise? Freddy or Leatherface? There's like thirteen Nightmare on Elm Streets. And they keep remaking Leatherface movies, though. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. There's a whole bunch. There's a new one out on Netflix as well. Did you guys hear about that? There's another Uh, new like Texas Chainsaw Massacre on Netflix. Jared, did you say who we were going with? Uh, I think this might just have to be like a one, two, three, go. I think it's more fun. uh, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. Uh, All right. Say your vote on three. One, two... Three. Three. Leatherface. Leather All right. Well, that's how that was that. That was easy. We all said Leatherface, right? That was easy, yeah. All right. Cool. I'm with that. All right. Let me just write that down. All right. Our last matchup of round two, we have Jason versus Norman Bates. Um, I'm strictly going to base this off of 1v1. We got Jason versus a mortal human being and, mortal, and Norman Bates. I think Jason takes this one. The Bates Motel was cool and all, but Jason, he's got more movies. I am also gonna. I'm also with Jason. Jason on this. this Jason this is, is a kind kid, of an like, easy one. Like, it was definitely scarier. 
All right. Well, all right. That was an easy one. Is that the last of it? <laughs> no, no. Uh, we well, we got to move on. So now we got to go to the third round here. So uh, let me just see who we got here. We got Dracula. All right. Our first matchup is Dracula versus Michael Myers. Ooh. All right. Guys, what are we thinking? Dracula versus Mike Myers? Is this the, what round is this? Is this the final this four? This is round three. Yes, we are in our final four. Who is the final four? Let's hear it. All right, Dracula versus Mike Myers, and then we have Leatherface. Sorry, I'm just importing everything here so we have it. Leatherface versus Jason. Ooh, this is this is a, this is a good final four. <laughs> Dude, yeah. Are you guys yeah. kind of surprised that Dracula's in it? And is this based on purely his supernatural powers? Of being like a lifelong immortal villain, potentially. Well, bro, Dracula has so many fucking powers, it's ridiculous. ChatGBT listed all their fucking stats between fucking him and Jigsaw. We should have asked them that fucking all their fucking shit. Like, traditionally, Dracula possesses superhuman strength, immortality, shape-shifting, control over animals like bats and wolves. He can also create and control other vampires. His main weakness is, is sunlight. Well, we don't ask sunlight, garlic bread, <laughs> and silver. Uh, well, no, see, is that the Wolfman? That's Wolfman. Wolfman yeah, is silver. Silver bolts to the heart. He didn't make the list, unfortunately. He gets an honorable mention. Um, but this is <laughs> he, why we he don't lost use, the plan to the fucking. This is why we don't use Chat GBT because <laughs> yeah. we're not going on a writer's strike like those Hollywood losers. We come up with everything <laughs> off the dome. <laughs> it takes hard work. Can to you do imagine this. if we sat around and our job was literally to just if we got paid enough to do this podcast? Can you imagine if we had the time to just sit around and go over it like you put. 38 hours into a show and then the two hours you record it one show no like i'm saying like your work week would be writing the show yeah yeah i mean hey we'd be fucking finding a way to come up with an elaborate way to animate jigsaw trapping jackula (laughs) that would be funny man it would be an animated cartoon yeah i'm not gonna lie that would be really funny i think someone should do it some so, someone. I'm copywriting this idea. Yeah, copyright it. It's it's set in stone right now. But uh, all right, like so crude drawings on YouTube or some <laughs> shit like that. Like, yeah, it's the guy who does. Yeah, it stinks. <laughs> yeah, that guy. That guy. We'll get in touch with him. All right, so uh, Dracula versus Mike Myers. Uh, guys, well, what are we thinking here? <sighs> Mister Halloween himself versus uh, Mister Slayer of lots of puss. I'm going with. Michael Myers in this one. I'm also going with Mike. I just want to be like Mike. Just kidding. No, I don't. All right. Based on who I'd be more scared of if they were coming after me, I'd probably I'd probably let Dracula bite me so I could be immortal and become a vampire too and live forever. Uh, Mike Myers. He just, doesn't turn everybody though. Well, maybe he'd turn me. I'd ask him to. I'd be like, can you, know, can you I, suck me off, bro? <laughs> yeah. Come on, bro. You, you need a friend for life. I mean, you could just. Caleb, where's your bite mark? I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> Dude, me and Dracula, me and just me and Dracula there's, there's can just be two little pricks down there. Me and Dracula can just be biting all these ladies. Two in the pricks of, on the prick. Me and Dracula can just be biting all these ladies at night. Just have a house, a big old castle full of dames. Be sick, bro. Be sick. But <laughs> um, but yeah, I'd be way more scared of Mike Myers coming after me and trying to kill me. So you know what? I'll I'll go Mike Myers. Uh, Mister Halloween himself. He's gonna just. Dude, this I'm a little short king. Mike Myers is a giant. He's gonna just pick me up, choke me, and just stab me to death. All right. So Mike moving on to the championship. All right. All what right. We got? 
And our next uh, final four matchup, we have Leatherface versus Jason. This is probably one of the hardest calls. But I'm going Jason. I'm I'm with you. I think Jason Voorhees, dude. Now, is this based on that he doesn't die, he comes back to life? He's kind of potentially immortal. I'm going to be honest with you. At the end of the day, let's just... Like, Leatherface is very scary, but... Uh, just a large guy who can be killed? A- as a guy who... What movie scared you more as a kid? For sure, it was fucking Friday the 13th. It, it doesn't matter which one of the 150 Friday the 13th <laughs> I watched. They were all scary. And if there's one thing I learned in Friday the 13th, don't have sex. Because if you have sex, you die. Yeah, you'll get... Doesn't that also happen in Texas Chainsaw Massacre, too, though? I feel like that's every horror yeah, movie, know, dude. Yeah. Like, Michael Myers does the same shit. Like, if dudes are... Or people are banging and, like... It's it, always the it, jock having sex. Or, yeah. like... Or, I hate to say it, it might be controversial, but the first black guy or the only black guy in the movie gets killed first, too. Yeah, I mean... Yo, some happens. dude actually tried to square up with Jason in boxing and, like, it was just funny. Like, like punch him. And <laughs> he ate I, it, right? Yeah, he punched. Jay- he punched Jason, and then Jason punched his head off. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that just earns Jason a victory right there for me. I'm gonna go. All right, I'm with it. All right, Jason. This is a great final two, by the way. This is this is a tough one. Oof. Jason Voorhees, Michael Myers, two all-time greats. Kills up the wazoo. Who has more kills, Gio? Oh, I'll type Chat in. GPT this, bro. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's a good idea. They would come up with that fast. Give us the stats. Yeah. I, want, I want... Listen, I this is so close for me, and I like both of the characters. Yeah. I'm going to say, just personally, I lean Michael Myers because I liked the Halloween series more than is Friday Myers the 13th. Is Myers M-A-Y or M-Y-E? M-Y-E-R. M-Y-E-R. Yeah. Uh, I'm with you there. I uh, Franchise-wise, I love... Now, lo- I want you... They didn't do Freddy versus fucking... They did Freddy versus Jason. They didn't do Michael Myers versus fucking Jason. They should do... Oh, well, I don't know if you want to rehash that and do it again. No, I wouldn't but, watch it, but yeah. I'm saying, like, let's let chat GPT fucking... Michael versus Jason it? Yeah. To decide who our winner is? Correct. I can't. Ooh. All right. Well, let's see what so you got here. So this is as of January 22, as of, from chat GPT. This is my last knowledge update in January 2022. Both Michael J- Myers and Jason Voorhees are iconic horror movie characters, known for their high body counts. However, <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice, they're ex- nice. These, these are the cream of the crop. <laughs> their exact kill counts can change depending on new movies or interpretations. Up to that point, Michael Myers. Over the course of many films, Michael Myers has racked up a significant number of kills, including the various timelines and reboots. His count is over one hundred. That sounds a little low. Jason, pump, pump those numbers up. Jason Voorhees is known for his especially high kill count, which surpasses Michael's. Jason has had over 150 confirmed on-screen kills across the mainline movies and the 2009 reboot. So oh. Jason has more kills. I don't know if I like ChatGBT's answer right there. <laughs> this killed, is not what I expected. We, we Who's did? killed more animals? <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Who killed more animals, Gio? Uh, I mean, I don't recall Jason killing any animals. <laughs> like Jason was also like a little obviously, you know. Michael Myers was heartless, bro. He'd kill the family dog, too. 
Ain't nobody getting out. He was chasing after a little girl, too, in the first movie, too, by the way. So he was after trying to kill little kids as well. <laughs> well <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, there's, he didn't give a, a fuck. He's a different animal. Yeah. What do you think, oh. Gio? Oh, man. Two iconic masks. Like, this is literally, like... An era. Dude, like... This Hall- is an era. Halloween costumes. When you think of Halloween, dude, you think of you definitely think of these two. This is this is the dream finals. Like I'm so happy we didn't have to decide this earlier. Like we got the Kobe versus LeBron. This is this is the fucking Celtics versus the Lakers. Does uh Jason get points for being from New York like us as well? <laughs> Camp Crystal Lake? Kinda not too far a drive from here. I don't even think it would know if Camp there was a No, it's real, yeah. It's not where the movie was filmed, that's not really far from where we're living. Oh. It's like it's uh, near Rushford Lake, on oh, the way. Shit. Yeah. Uh man. Mm. Uh, your your chat GBT answer it's it's swaying me a little bit. Which I, one? Which one scares you more? So, and in, in your if you're living your normal life, you're not a kid at camp. <laughs> which one? Which one scares you no more? Dork. I'm no dork going to camp. Yeah, dude, my parents, they didn't make me go to camp. My parents so, loved me. They let me stay home. <laughs> so they're like, Some I, dudes listening to this right now, they're like, fuck you. I went to camp every so, summer. It was so fun. Here's the fucked up thing. like, Unless but, you're hooking up with the counselor with got, titties. Yeah. Or, well, hopefully it. you're not getting touched by your counselor. Getting so, like, Are you kidding me? If you're like 13, 14 years old and your fucking six, 15, 16-year-old counselor wants to fuck, well, fuck hot it, one. dude. I'm not talking about the guy counselor, though. You're the hot concert, the chick. That's who you want. Yeah, obviously, yeah. dude. Yeah. So like by the dude. I never went to summer camp. My nah. dad was like, "Yeah, no, nah, that's where all the fucking pedophiles are." <laughs> <laughs> so you weren't in the scouts. All right, dude. No. Listen, I'm throwing it out there. I'm gonna give my answer. I'm going with Michael Myers on this one. <sighs> I'm going Jason. I, I I always like the Friday the Thirteenth movies more. The guy who ran the bracket. As and the ultimate set, it all comes down to Caleb. Yeah, it's a one one v one right here. A Two great vote. cigars, by the way. Yes, 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 yes. The JV thirteen. I will say, the JV thirteen is way more sought after than the Michael. Oof. All right. Wow, this is this is tough. You know what? I'm just going by who I don't want to kill me. I don't want Michael Myers to kill me because I won't be caught dead at summer camp like a loser. So uh, Mike Myers is going to win this one. All right. Can we play like one shining moment or something? (laughs) So uh, let us know what you guys think. Uh, Are we completely fucking wrong? Um, Does pedophile Freddy Krueger scare you more than (laughs) Michael Myers or Jason who has... um, Do you want to see Jigsaw trap all of these guys in elaborate traps? I mean... Who could it be? Well, our core four came down to some really bad dudes. Dracula, Mike Myers, Jason, and Leatherface. But there's also a lot of bad dudes like, uh, you know, Pinhead, uh, Hannibal Lecter, and Freddy Krueger. So I think your top villains of all time, like the top eight, they were there. So if you're going to make a bracket, these guys all have to be in your top. They got to make it past the, you know, first or second, you know, second round at least. So I think uh, good job in overall villains, you know. I liked it. I thought it was fun. Uh but let us know in the comments. Let us know what you guys think. Obviously, I'm sure Caleb absolutely dropped the ball on somebody, and somebody's going to leave a comment like, yeah. "How the fuck did you leave this guy out?" Like we always get. Hey, yeah. don't don't say I dropped the ball. Just say like I'm going overall iconic 
su- uh, Halloween villains. All right. Well, fucking Michael Myers proves to be the the scariest, most badass uh, movie, uh, scary movie antagonist of all time. So that was a very tough one. I, I still think Jason should have won. <laughs> but that being said, guys, uh, we got a couple more things to get to, like. The news with Caleb. I don't give a fuck what you think, Jerry. Hey, listen. I'm letting you know we have the news with Caleb, okay? And we're going to fucking do the news with Caleb. So, that being said, we'll do it. Let's get into it. Nice. So, uh, news with Caleb right here. Uh, First thing we're going to get into out of on the whiskey side of things, we have Buffalo Trace is bringing back Five whiskeys not seen in over a century. So these are their considered medicinal whiskeys. They're five long, lo- five long lost whiskeys lost to the times of prohibition. We have Old Stag, Golden Wedding, Three Feathers, Walnut Hill, and George T. Stag Spiritus Fermenti. So this is a series of five. They're coming out uh, this month. They're coming out in uh, pint-sized bottles, so 375 milliliters. And if you're going to buy the set of five, gonna run you about a thousand dollars holy fuck dude For are pints. they gonna be that available i don't know the amount that they're bringing out but uh these were whiskeys made by buffalo trace uh before and during prohibition so they're just bringing them back right now as a set um so is this like these aren't actually made during prohibition? No, 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 no. Yeah, okay. yeah. They're, they're, they brought back the labels and shit. They brought yeah. back the labels, but they they do say they are bringing back their recipes to as close as they can to. They still have the recipe books from a hundred years ago, so these were around back then. They're on the books, so they're trying to bring it back. That's why they're only doing it in small, limited quantities, especially the pint size bottles, as opposed to seven fifty. So uh, obviously, they do have the book logs. So they can make this. Um, I don't know how they're releasing this because it is a very limited release. There's not a lot of news. I'm looking at it on uh, GearPatrol.com, so they do a lot of food and drink, uh, you know, news. But I don't know how, if you guys, are, if anyone's gonna be able to get their hands on these. I know if there's one person who's gonna try, it might be Jerry. So uh, I will do my darndest to find these. It is gonna be an annual release. So if you miss the first one coming out this month, it will come out again next October. There's only October. one that matters. It's getting the first one. The first yeah. release, yeah. The first batch of the series. I mean, I, you talking about as far as the secondary market goes, you're going to be able to sell that set for... Okay, oh, dude, it'll go way more than a G. I'm going to think that might be oh, a $2,000 minimum if you don't get it at MSRP. Like, that is crazy. Uh, the set will also include, it's going to come with a custom wooden display case, and it's going to come with a uh, prescription from a doctor that would prescribe you whiskey. Can I have a question? Prohibition. Sure. Uh, is this sold as a set or individual bottles? Sold as a set for $1,000. Yeah. <sighs> would you buy it? Yeah. The, the, the trophy that's yeah, yeah. that's a pretty it it has to look really cool i'd imagine that i just put it on the shelf oh, it just look cool yeah. uh jerry had the picture up there but uh those are like the original brands the labels on the whiskey from back in the day so there's our first story second story guys we have big smoke coming to las vegas november 3rd and 4th so uh it's hosted by cigar aficionado uh tickets still available but i mean we won't be there 
Big Smoke, man. Uh, I mean, they pretty much, uh, my guess is it's going to be at the convention center. It's, uh, bro, they got mad at how much cigar smoke there was there during PCA. <laughs> I mean, this thing literally is called Big Smoke. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I would definitely go. It sounds like it would be a great time, but, hey, I, I got shit going on that weekend. Fuck it. It's right. It's right after we get back from Kentucky, so. Yeah. Uh, but so you're gonna have, after. you know, you're gonna have most of the brands that were at PCA over there. So everyone's gonna be back in Las Vegas for the second time this year. Cool. All I'm right. sure they'll throw out some fun exclusives. Oh yeah, they they do big smoke exclusives, don't they? Yeah. yeah uh, every show gets their own exclusive. Oh, it's like a whole thing. All right. Up next, finally, we got uh, Jack Daniel's single malt whiskey is now going to be out releasing in October. Um, so this is a single malt from Jack Daniels. It'll be going for about $100 a bottle. Um, don't know if we'll be uh, getting this. I don't know if I'm willing to spend the money on it. I'll have to try it first. But uh, single malt is the new thing happening in American whiskey right now. So it's a tough release. They got rid of, I forgot which bottle they got rid of, but they got rid of another one of their lineup to make room for this one. Okay. It's just as they did with the the Bonded series, the Sour Mash. Uh, the Bonded Bride, the Bonded Sour Mash, and the Bonded, uh, the other Jack Daniels 100 Proof. have been doing a lot of single barrel shit, too. Like the Twice Barreled Rye. Exactly. That's that coming shit. out as well, too. The Koi Hill is another one that's another uh, limited release. At. Yeah. A lot but, of guys want that. Maybe we can ask Rachel, since she always has the Jack plug. Yeah. We'll talk to her. Yeah, yeah but it's going to be finished in an Oloroso sherry cask. So you're going to get a little flavor, maybe a little sweetness to that with that single moth, but it will retail for around $100. So if you are in the market for Jack Daniels, you're a Jack fan, be on the lookout for that as well. Perfect. Perfect. Anything else on the news there? No, that concludes the news with uh, Caleb. (laughs) Let's keep it short, (laughs) sweet, and simple. Uh, That being said, man, I want to get in a little... We got a couple police stories that are kind of funny. Patrol Gone Wild time, right? Yeah, let's do it. Patrol gone wild. We're doing it big. All right. Uh, first, I got a little video clip for us. We have uh, Brazilian police. They rammed their car into a moving plane to stop drug smugglers. So this is a runway clip of Brazilian police ramming a plane before it takes off to smuggle some drugs. badass pretty man. sweet awesome. yeah dude that fucking clip is sick i saw that video i was like dude i know it's not like a funny ser- story this is serious but i just thought the clip was badass like dude you this is like uh bad boys you know you see the plane take it off it's like oh no we're not gonna let it go we're gonna either a shoot it down or we're gonna just ram this bitch yeah dude that that fucking <laughs> dude that's fucking sweet dude i well, like that only in brazil brassel brazel Right. But yeah, just wanted to share that with you guys. Thought it was a very cool police takedown. Was, you know, we don't want to make fun of any bad criminals. We're just gonna highlight the police doing their job. Perfect. 
Uh, I'll get into mine. This is actually a pretty funny one out of Florida from two days ago. Florida man faces charges in villages, black market erectile dysfunction drug case. Um, apparently, this guy was like hoarding Viagra and shit. Uh, nice. Yeah. So, a man from the villages is facing a year in pr- uh, prison after allegedly stockpiling erectile dysfunction medications and is accused of planning to distribute them, according to uh, Orlando police. Uh, Reginald Kinser, 77 years old, had more than $1,800 in erectile dysfunctional uh, drugs. Uh, they were stockpiled. Apparently, he got these without a prescription from a licensed doctor, and the dude was looking to distribute them. So uh, so that's probably the crime right there, not getting a prescription for it. Because yeah. it doesn't seem like a whole lot of boner pills. $1,800 worth of boner pills? That's what I'm saying. What the hell is a Viagra cost? Isn't it like $30? They're pretty expensive, considering most pills. Well, a trial is expected to happen in November. He could face up to a year in federal prison, and his fine could be up to $10,000 along with that. So, uh, dude, this guy... Just trying to get his... Uh, trying to get his jimmy wet that's all that's what i'm saying bro let him go chill he's helping the old dudes of the world you know keep their shit up i'm telling you this right now man leave this man alone you know what they do say the villages have like this weird sex cult going on where just people just bang they put scrunchies on their car and the color of the scrunchie is uh what you're into so they let people know what they're into so they say the villages full of uh stds and a lot of people just getting their freak out in retirement so uh <laughs> Dude, just let the guy just go out and die in peace. Let him bust a nut and explode his heart or something like that. Good for him. I mean, my man's just trying to fuck, bro. All right. Let I'm- me in. I'm trying to fuck. <clears throat> I said, let me in. I'm trying to fuck. Well, I said, I'm trying to fuck. So this is... Uh, <laughs> nice. My clip... Uh, Oh, we're getting into your story. I thought you were gonna talk. I thought you were gonna talk more on this amazing story. You want to talk about old people banging? Because I like it. That's where our future is. I mean, you watch the granny porn. This is your future. (laughs) So I'm saying that's the way I want to get arrested. This is. I found a local one. This is local. Oh, oh, that's definitely the state. That's Stadies right there. I didn't know it was local, but I know that's Stadies. Yeah. So this is the New York State Police, and. they got a Walmart candy thief. I felt it was appropriate, <laughs> given the holiday. Now, wait till you guys hear this woman's shriek. Walmart is racist! Walmart is racist! Walmart is racist! That's a big lady. That that went on for. I had to trim this clip down. That was a thirty second version. There's two minutes of her doing that. It all started with she was caught stealing. Then she like smacked the trooper's glasses off. Oh nah, yeah. Now I'm gonna tell you people that don't have rules. The state. Oh yeah. But you know what? It's under nine hundred dollars to steal candy, but uh, you don't smack a officer's you don't glasses off, or you just don't touch an officer. Yeah, I That's think of like Johnny Cage in the original Mortal Kombat movie. That's a five hundred dollar pair of sunglasses, you asshole. <laughs> but just the shriek made me laugh. That I also did find it quite entertaining. The camouflage 
that her pants match the wrappers <laughs> of the candy. <laughs> I, the funny thing about that video is just everyone out there watching recording and silent. Like, no one's arguing like, oh, don't stop. Don't arrest her. Don't get on top of her. Don't do this. Don't do that. Everyone is just like watching this lady scream. So like, they were like, yeah, she's stealing, but we don't have her back. One takeaway I have from this video is that we all know Walmart is racist. So I learned that from this video. I, I don't know how. I don't know why. But uh, she said it, so I guess that proves it. Stop stealing candy. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Caleb, we're uh, nearing the end of the episode, my friend. Uh, did you get into a cigar review? Can we save me for last? I did a lot of typing with the, with the bracket, so um, I got some numbers to plug away and crunch real quick. That's fine. I can uh, go. I can get into mine. I have mine finished up too. Oh, so okay. You can go last. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. So, uh, the Casada Oktoberfest 2023. Uh, dude, this cigar is really good. I like this cigar a lot. Um, this is obviously one of their limiteds that they do once a year, but uh, this is actually a pretty good score for me on this, and I think you guys will enjoy it. It's actually it's quite simple, but um, flavor notes wise, I mean. This is a Mexican San Andreas wrapper. Uh, this thing, to me, definitely gets like... Uh, I don't know if you guys feel like the the oily wrapper on this thing. But, uh, dude, Dark Cigar, this thing, you get like coffee and, and chocolate. And I don't know, man. I just, I feel like it just goes great with this time of the year. And, you know, you could have like a, you know, a nice bourbon with this thing and... I really like the the bands like paying homage to you know Oktoberfest in Germany. Uh, this thing's really cool, man. I like this cigar a lot. But the appearance I gave it a nine. I gave it actually straight nines across the board, giving me a ninety. So the appearance a nine, the burn a nine, construction a nine, draw a nine. I had no issues with the cigar at all. I mean, the burn on this thing is absolutely like it's perfect. And this thing is done a little traveling. Would would you not say that, Gio? Oh yeah. I mean, it thankfully got some time to sit. Yeah. Since uh, July. So. I'm sure this thing was a fucking brick when it got out that Vegas heat. So, yeah, this thing settled real nice. And, you know, uh, the first couple puffs of this cigar, I don't know if you guys got this, but it was very spicy Um, for me. But it, it mellowed right out. It pairs pumpkin very spice. good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. A little pumpkin spice. But, uh, yeah, my overall enjoyment was also a nine. Bring me to a 45. 90 overall. Uh, I like this. Uh. You can get these. I think they're boxes of ten. Yeah, and uh, eleven bucks. Yeah, they're not. They're pretty inexpensive, and I would definitely recommend giving this thing a whirl. I like this cigar a lot. I would definitely smoke this again. All right, I'll get into mine. So the uh, the Casada Oktoberfest twenty twenty three. Uh, my first time having a Casada. I think you the only other one I had or. You've had the barbecue pig, and I don't know what else there was, but that was a collab with their their tobacco has a very unique flavor. Casada, I'm a big fan of Casada. Uh, maybe it's a Dominican uh, tobacco, but dude, I really like their products. Appearance, I gave it an eight. Uh, I did like the double band. I mean, obviously, like you said, nice little homage to Oktoberfest. It was a. Uh, Nice little setup there. Obviously, the uh, year band on it showing, you know, what production it was. Definitely something that would stick out on a shelf. I just, it's not over that top that puts it over an eight for me. Burn, I'm right there with you, dude. This thing burned perfectly. I think I touched it up once, so gets a nine for me on the burn. 
Very good in that regard. Construction, got a nine for me as well. Uh, really solid rolled cigar, you know, gave it a nice little deep V cut there and, you know, didn't break anything like that. Not wearing it, which is also a big plus. So that was that. Uh, so that gave me my construction a nine. I think I said that already. Draw, I gave it an eight. Uh, V cut, got the smoke I wanted, you know, wasn't perfect, wasn't, you know, there. Uh, I've been having really enjoying my V-cuts. I think I finally just found a way to, you know, utilize that Calibri a little bit better to get a deeper cut and haven't had those uh, smoke issues. But uh, very smoky, got good puffs, gotten to enjoy some of that flavor. Enjoyment, I gave it an 8.5. You know, I like talking the scary movies with you. You know, we got to, or sorry, villains. Got to be specific there. You know, we kind of did a little of both. Yeah, I liked it. It was a good discussion. Definitely some funny uh, yeah. parody ideas. Yeah, for sure. And that brought me to a forty-two and a half, bringing my score to an eighty-five. Okay, a little different on the spectrum, you and yeah. I. But so, I mean, it's not a bad cigar. It's not something I'm gonna, you know, go out of my way to smoke. Like if I see it like randomly, yeah, I'll buy it. Like. But I mean, I'm not hating on it. Like it's, it definitely fits the price point. It's not something that you're going to be mad you bought. Spicy retro hail on this thing too. Um, I'm not one known for my retro hails, so I'll, I'll leave that to you. It fits his mouth. <laughs> I did do a V cut, by the way. So uh, it was a good size, a good shape, good size for a V cut. But I'll get into the uh, whole rating. So appearance gave it an eight and a half. Uh, I thought it was cool with the German flag band on there. Uh, homage to Oktoberfest. Uh, very fitting. Uh, burn. I did one touch up, but other than that, burn really nice. So nine overall there too. Construction nine as well. The ash held up very nicely the whole way through. Uh, more a little bit, but that's more air on me talking type and moving around a lot. Um, draw V cut. I said that no issues whatsoever. Always nice puffs of cloud. Very smoky stick by the way. Puffs of cloud. Yeah, fat clouds. Um, and enjoyment, uh, you know, this is a very fitting cigar for an October night, such as tonight. Uh, gave it a nine as well. Um, I will note, uh, besides uh, being a smoky stick, very mellow stick, like Jerry said, it's not going to put you on your ass. And it's not light where it's, it feels like you're smoking nothing. Uh, I will say uh, cold draws. I got like this wet straw taste to it. Um, but it kind of reminded me of a smell like uh, a beer being brewed. When you have all the ingredients and you're putting together and you get like the maltiness of all everything that you're blending. So it, it kind of made homage to like an Oktoberfest beer. So a light uh-huh. beer. Uh, overall, it got a 44 and a half for me. So an 89. Uh, you add all our scores up together. Uh, you get an 88 overall from the three of us. Perfect. Good score. I really like the cigar. Uh, I would recommend if you're a local brick and mortars or you're an online shopper, uh, definitely Give it a whirl, man. I mean, it's it's the month to do Oktoberfest, man. Pair it with a beer. Maybe you like it. Yeah, maybe. Uh, yeah, it might have paired well with the beer. Overall, though, the pairing with the few rye whiskey that we had, I think this was a very good pairing. The cigar was mellow, like we said, and I think for a rye whiskey, this was an easy sipper. Uh, so, like, easy sipper, easy smoke, uh, paired very well on a nice fall night. On a day like today where I'm just feeling overrun and just exhausted, uh, I know it might not have seemed like it, but dude, ninety three proof. This uh, this whiskey, it kind of hit the spot, man. Nice little nightcap. Uh, definitely much needed after a long day. I would definitely drink that again. That's good. 
good find for 40 bucks. So, yeah, dude. Uh, if you guys are out hunting and you don't want to break the bank, I suggest you pick up uh, any of the few products that they have because there's a couple of their lines <laughs> out there. Geo, any closing notes, bud? Yeah, I mean, definitely a uh, solid smoke, that's for sure. Like, I mean, don't let my score, you know, dissuade you from this. Like, every now and then this happens where we disagree. Like, uh, we like to try and keep the integrity up here. Like, if I don't like something, I'm not going to say I do just because Jerry or Caleb do. Like, but I don't dislike this cigar. I just, it wasn't my favorite. That being said, Caleb, any closing notes of the episode, buddy? All right, guys, just let us know what you think about our Halloween villain bracket. If you disagree, uh, if we should add in more villains, let us know. Uh, let us know if you think Mike Myers should have won or not, or who else you would have had as your winner. Um, maybe smoke some more Casada cigars if you're out there, or if you're a fan of Casada, let us know if we should smoke some more. Uh, make sure you guys are following the Facebook, the Instagram, the YouTube. Subscribe, like, Grower Gang. We need you there. We love you there. Uh, keep up with the likes and comments, and uh, follow on the TikTok as well for the conspiracies and what else we have planned. And that being said, guys, if you guys are listening to us audio only, make sure you're checking us out on the Cigar Hustler Podcast Network. Always good to be a part of that, the number one cigar show on Podbean. Uh, check them out as well. Always, uh, always putting out great news and things that you guys need to know going on in the industry, so check them out. That being said, guys, we will see you guys next Wednesday, and adios. Peace. Get ready for the next three episodes. It's spooky season, baby. (laughs) Peace. The Down to Herf Podcast, its owners and sponsors take no responsibility for the opinions or statements made by the talk show hosts or their guests. Statements or show topics are not necessarily the beliefs of Mike and Mike Productions or the podcast providers, and opinions between talk show hosts may differ. It's not our intention to libel, incite, or hurt anyone's feelings. We invite you to write the show's host, Jerry Lewandowski, with any feedback or suggestions you have for their show. These broadcasts are presented and made public as entertainment in the hopes that they will be entertaining to the audience.